Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Westwood Living Podcast. Tom Lydon with you, coming to you from the Westwood Public Library. And you can tell by the fact I'm speaking full voice that we're in a private room this time. We are not speaking in a whisper. Happy to be joined by Drew Fortin and Liz Volpe from the Foundation for Westwood Education. How are you both today? Liz, how are you? I'm great, Tom. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, and I'm very excited. This is my first podcast recording. Uh, Drew, you are not a rookie in this regard. You've done something like this before, I guess. I've podcasted before. Back in my day. All right, well, the pressure's on. You're held to a higher standard. Thank you. I'm very curious to learn more about what you're doing and what I'm deeming as kind of a dawn of a new era. You had a chance to connect with Nigel Smith, who's also here in the room, off mic. But feel free to, you know, shout from the back row there, Nigel, if you like. Thank you. Yes, that's Nigel right there. Let's just talk about Foundation for Westwood Education, what you do consistently and what's happening recently that's a little bit different from what's been done over years past. Sure. Um, I'll start, Tom, just to give a little background on the Foundation for Westwood Education. So the organization was founded in 1991 by a group of community members, parents, and for the past 30 plus years, the model of the foundation has really been to award grants to community groups and organizations um, to fund a, a bunch of different educational initiatives. Many of those grants historically have been on the smaller dollar side. You know, uh, we would have a fall grant cycle where we would be awarding, awarding a number of grants up to the tune of $2,500, and then we'd have a spring grant cycle where we would award grants as much as $10,000. And many of these grants were sort of for one-off projects. So a PTO would request that they wanted some sort of new tactile materials to use in the schools, or we have funded for a theater program at the high school. We have funded um, for the Council on Aging programs for some of the seniors there. Just many different, sort of touching all the different aspects of education within the town. And like I said, that was the model that we followed for the past 30 years. And right around I'd say right around the time of COVID, slightly before, as a board, we started talking about, okay, this is the playbook we've been using for the past, you know, since the inception of the organization, and the needs are changing, right? The needs of the community are changing, the needs of the schools are changing. We really need to think about, are we still, as a foundation, able to meet the needs and what the educational landscape in Westwood looks like now? Around that same time, as we started to think about that, uh, there was just a bunch of turnover on the board. A number of people that had served many years on the board, potentially whose, whose, whose kids were now out of the school system, and just had said, hey, you know, I've got some other, you know, other areas that I want to um, devote my volunteer time to. So as we had this sort of natural attrition from the board, the three of us kind of said, all right, I think we're, we're ready to take on a new challenge with a small and mighty crew. So myself, Drew, and Nigel uh, kind of doubled down on the commitment to say, you know, we know that the foundation needs to move in a new direction, and our first chat task is going to say, what is that new direction, and how do we start to build something new? So starting in about fall of 2021, we kind of went dark on the foundation for a little bit of time. We stopped awarding the grants, and we just paused. And we engaged the help of some 
folks at Harvard Business School to conduct a feasibility study, a SWOT analysis. What are the strengths? What are the weaknesses that we have currently as a foundation? And what are the opportunities and threats out there in the marketplace? So we had this group of consultants that came in and they not only spoke to us, they spoke to a num number of previous grant recipients. They spoke to donors. They spoke to community members to say, hey, what would make for a good organization in town that really wanted to engage the community and support education, broadly defined? Mm. And we worked with them for the better part of a year to then think about what's the next strategy um, and sort of what's the foundation for Westwood Education 2.0. And so that's where we are today. And, and Drew... I think Drew's going to talk a little bit about what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, Liz, uh, you brought up some key words right there, broadly defined when yeah. you talked about education. And maybe, Drew, you can touch on this, that, you know, education, not just for school-age community members, right? And that was probably something that got you to, which isn't a finish line, but a new definition of what you're looking to achieve. Yeah, uh, we use the opportunity really to, I think, go back to what is the mission, right? Like, really, what are we trying to achieve for all Westwood residents? And really what that comes down to is the Foundation for Westwood Education is here to enhance and enrich the lives of Westwood residents through educational experiences. And that is that transcends K through 12 education. And I think really what we realized is we were on the cusp of a philosophical change of, I guess what I'll term as last mile delivery grants, which was we have a program, we're just about that, we need 500 extra dollars, we need 1200 extra dollars mm -hmm. just to bring this program past the finish line. What that ended up with is us serving a lot of Western residents, but as far as impact goes, not really being able to measure that impact. And so taking a step back and saying, really, if we want to have a big impact and enrich the lives of all Westwood residents, what does this look like? And so really going back to the drawing board and saying, well, there are really what, what we bucket in, into four major components of education in Westwood. And that would be recreation. It would be environmental and safety, K through 12 education, and adult education. So now when we think about the future, for the Foundation of Westwood Education, the projects we fund, we're thinking of them, we're, we're segmenting our funds into these four buckets. Now what that does for Westwood residents is somebody says, oh, I'm really passionate about the environment. Awesome, what, what are some ideas you have to uh, help increase education and learning experiences for environmental and safety initiatives here in Westwood? Now we can have a targeted conversation and then, and then we can say, and what, what would that look like? And what would it look like in year one, year two, year three? And really what that philosophical change has unlocked for us is we're approaching this very much as like a private equity or a venture capital firm would approach funding projects, which is bring us an idea. Let's work together on that. Let's connect you with people inside the community to help you with that. And then let's actually put the onus on you to create a plan. What's, what do I want my, want my success to be like in the first phase, the second phase, and the third phase? We had success piloting a program like that. Somebody who's done the cover of your magazine, sure. Asanka Mooring, um, with, with the ISTEAM education for the um, recreation department. And that's a project that we initially funded with a few thousand dollars to start and then a few more thousand dollars in phase two, and now they're entering phase three. And instead of granting twenty-five or $500 or 10000 this project will be probably over $30,000 when all is said and done and finished. And there's a program that, it, that the rec department now is trying to get full-time support for. So it can sustain beyond just funding through through the foundation. And those are programs we're looking to get so, more of. So you use that almost as a blueprint or as a nice 
backbone or spine right. that you can use as an example for somebody who might have another yeah. idea. And I love yeah. that, the fact that there are people who are so passionate about many things and may not know where to go for funding. So what is the process? What would somebody do? And I know you're just launching sure. this new phase, but sure. in your mind, what do you think is the process for just use me as an example who might have a good idea and, yeah. and the light bulb goes off over my yes. head and says, oh my gosh, this is a great opportunity. Yes. So the way that the process works is we, we realize that just because you have a good idea, you may not have the time, you may not have the resources. So first and foremost, go to the foundation for westwoodeducation.org and you can apply and you can apply and say, I just have an idea and I wanna share it. Or I have an idea and I wanna take it to fruition. Or I don't have an idea and I just wanna be involved. And I wanna be a co-founder of a project or assign a project to me. So you, you have three of, three of those methods. We will literally sit down with you, have a strategy session, talk about what that plan would, would look like, talk about what resources you will need, help you put together a business plan. And then from there, you will actually apply for a grant and get funding for the initial phase of your project. Mm. Let me ask a basic question. Sure. Where does the money come from? So we had a lot of conversations about this. Is the, the Foundation for Western Education is actually supported by residents and corporate sponsors in the area. So it's, it, it's all from within. And that's the magic of this foundation is you can have an idea as a Westwood resident. You can bring that idea to fruition with other Westwood residents supporting you, whether that's actually donating their time or as m most of us, we want to have an impact, we don't have the time, we're going to donate with our wallet. And so the way, that we're, the, the way that we're bringing this to fruition is by marketing these funds, we generate ideas in those four buckets I talked about. Those ideas then turn into grant applications. We then are going to dedicate our time and resources to hosting conversations and events and think tank sessions to further enable and unlock these ideas and grants. And that those conversations are going to spur excitement and inspire people to donate or even if you want to underwrite a whole program and know where your donation dollars are going and to have that impact. And, and I just I want to add that I think that's a big um, funding switch that we've made Huge. as we've thought, thought about this new approach. Um, previously, again, the vast, you know, all of the, the funding for the foundation came from corporate sponsors or resident, resident appeals. The money just went in, that was the foundation, it just went into a big bucket. Um, and I think what we've learned and in our research is pe people like to know mm -hmm. exactly- Where's it going? Where's it going? <laughs> and what am I supporting? Yeah. And by framing our new approach this way, people can say, hey, I'm, you know, as, as Drew mentioned earlier, like, I'm really interested in the environment, and there's a project going on through the foundation that is doing something specific environmentally related, and perhaps I'm going to donate more than I would have otherwise just to sort of the general fund because I really want to lean into, you know, environmental support in Westwood. That makes sense. I understand it all. It's great. What got you to this point of volunteering to be on this board? What does it take to be on this board? And how many of you were left? Is it the three of you left? <laughs> or the core three right now? You know, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll give my story. I joined yeah. the, the foundation back in, I think it was around 2018. My background is in higher education. I spent a number of years as a professor of management and I now do leadership consulting. As my husband says, like you can't be a student anymore. I would always be a student if I could. <laughs> so I love to learn and I love the education space broadly defined. So I really, when I was thinking about where do I want to contribute my time, I really wanted to do it in a, in a 
in a way that supported education. Um, so that's what initially attracted me to the foundation. And I like the idea of the strategy piece of trying to build something new and really trying to adapt and pivot to what the needs are, which is what kept me there. And the opportunity to work with Nigel and Drew and to have this sort of small but mighty team to take us in the new direction. Yeah, uh, so I've been a member of the foundation now for about three years. Uh, it was during the pandemic. It was actually a school orientation virtually. Nigel was presenting about the foundation. And I'd heard about it in the years prior, and I'm like, this foundation seems pretty cool, and they were looking for volunteers. And you know, I'm like, I want to get involved in the community. And so that's what spurred me to reach out. And at that time, I only knew of the foundation. They had an amazing uh, school spelling bee program. Yeah, very and familiar. Yeah, <laughs> See? right? And that, that was the annual event that raised majority of the funding. Yeah for the foundation and you know beyond that was thinking like wow the foundation for westwood education like has a great name and great brand affinity in in town like what can we do with this so i had that in the back of my head and you know my my time there was short before the there was a change up and so us three kind of had this meeting like the sink or swim meeting are we in or are we out? And we were all like, let's do this. Right? Well, what, the best yeah. phrase that I've learned in this conversation is the SWOT analysis. I didn't yeah. know that before today, and I'm figuring it out. I was like, strength, weaknesses, opportunities, yeah. and threats? Is yeah. that what it came that's, down that's to? That's correct, yeah. I made some mental yeah. notes, and I like that one a lot. I think I, all of us should go through that. Well, listen, the vision here is you want people to become more aware of yeah. what, what your goal is, Absolutely. what the process is, and if we can deliver through our efforts of getting this word out publicly, one, two ideas into your email box that become long-range projects, we've been successful. Absolutely. So that's the goal. That's what we hope to achieve. If anybody has more questions, how do they reach out to you? I think the best way is to go on to our website, foundationforwestwoodeducation.org. There is a contact us button, and you can click there, send an email. Um, and again, it can just be, hey, I want to learn more. Can I meet you for coffee? There is also on the grants page of the website, there is an opportunity to fill out a Google form, which you know, if you have an idea, you can put it in there. Um, if you just say, I want to be involved, you can do it in there. So either of those, either of those ways through the website is the best way to contact us. Love it. That's Liz Volpe, Drew Fortin from the Foundation for Westwood Education. As always, if you've got ideas of other people I should chat with, feel free to reach out to me at tleiden at bestversionmedia.com. I really just want to shine a light on people who are doing good things, and I think it's pretty clear that this trio that's sitting in this room right here, Nigel, want to give one more shout-out from the back row? Hello, thank you. <laughs> are doing great things. So we shine a light on them, we tell their stories, and we bring them to you with the hopes that you act on what you hear. So that is the very latest. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. And, thank you for uh, having us, Tom. That's the latest from the Westwood Living Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.